the demon will be like, I don't want this, and he'll yeet me back out. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) We don't want her here. (laughs) Hey, friends. Welcome back to episode number 31. Uh, uh, (laughs) I don't know why I had a stroke. (laughs) What do I say? say after that this is like my first episode what's going on um what's up what's happening how are you guys it is what day is it it's thursday it's Maybe a thursday i'm yeah. not in the we're in off the our, mode we're it's off our normal. swing yeah i'll be out of town so we're recording now so i can edit it from there and upload it but yeah how's your do you know the worst thing of my whole life happened to me today what happened i'm very upset about it Oh God! There's going to be people who are going to understand, and there's going to be people who are like, "Okay, you're being very dramatic." But oh, no. if you know, you know, and I know you know. <laughs> so, we- Lane was cooking dinner today, and he turned off the stove, but the light that says the burner is off is permanently on. That is literally the thing I always check. Those can't I break. No. Because if, if they break, I'm going to sit there for like 10 minutes staring at the knobs like, is it turning too far yes! left? It's for real. Because I, because, oh God. You just need a whole new stove. That's what I said. I was away. like, I can't, it can't be trusted. Because so, you know, stove, we got the four knobs and there's a light on one side and a light on the other side. So if the two burners are on the left side are on, the light on that side's on. And same for the right side. And you just usually turn the the knobby off and it shuts off except for it didn't shut off and it's still on right now and we haven't been cooking for two hours this is really it stressing me out no that's what I, I was like if this thing's hot we're unplugging it and getting rid of it people before bed i check all the locks in the house and i make sure the freaking stove is off and i always look for that light i'm like are those lights on no they're not on because like all of our house lights are off, so it'd be very obvious. And I'm like, no, it's not on. And then I'm sometimes I'm like, I have to really look at it, and so then I, I gotta check, and then I gotta check the knobs. And sometimes I just touch the tops, the stove tops, to make sure they're not. I can't hot. do that one though, because what if I accidentally swing my hand into the knob? That's bad. Oh yeah, I, I don't do even that. get near and the then, stove. I like stand away from it in the corner, like and just glare at it. Looking, yeah. you off, no, you I, off? I'll sometimes open the oven and stick my hand in there. Or if I'm just really having a bad time, I'll just take a picture of it too. And then I I've done look. that too. Like if I'm in a so, hurry. Yeah. And I have to get so out this the door. Is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I bet I'm sure some people some people know. Some people don't, some people do. But the freaking light is still on. And every time I stand up, for some reason, I'm always looking at the freaking stove. And I'm just no. like, <gasps> the burner's on. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not. Except for like on our stovetop, there's like a little display that shows you which burners are hot. And that still seems to be working fine because those did shut off. But still. But you have to I'm wait very, so long for those to shut off. I know. And I'm very stressed out about it. And we even shut the whole breaker off to see if like that would reset anything. Nope. Just came right back on. I'm really stressed out about it. And now that we need a like, new stove. That's horrible. Because this is my night. We're gonna need a new stove. Just I know you get a gas one this time. That's even more. Well, scary, that's, what he, that's what Lane said. He's like, "Do you want a gas stove?" I'm like, "Yeah." Until I do what I did at your apartment and accidentally just turn the thing on without turning the burner out and gas myself. Just don't get ones on the side. You can get them on top of the counter where you can't like. That's true. That's true. But then I'm also like paranoid. What if my cats get up there and gas right? the house? I know. Wasn't there? Sad. I t- think I told the story. The story of the bird. That liked to play with the knobs on the gas stove and killed its 
owner. Oh, no. I didn't know that. It gassed them. Yeah. And then, like, oh. they found the bird with its head between the crack and the outside door, just breathing <gasps> in the air. And it survived. Like, I'm going to make it. <laughs> it survived, but the lady didn't. Oh, my God. That's not fine. I'm just, oh, my God. I know. I mean, it's smart of the bird to find the air, though. Dang. Like, not smart to turn the fucking knobs on. No, that's, well, he didn't know it was gas. She's just like, fun toy. <laughs> Why does it smell bad in here? <laughs> bad smell. Why is my head bad spinning? Feel. I feel bad. I need air. But yeah, so that happened. And I'm telling you right now, I've had the weirdest luck in this house the last couple of weeks because I like to take baths and I was taking a bath. I broke my bath knob. It doesn't turn water on anymore at all. Oh, <laughs> Which no. I suppose is better than it being broke while the water was on. But I just want to turn the water on and it just went it like snapped and now the knob just spins in a full circle <laughs> it doesn't turn the water on and i'm like well shit and i pictured was- it not you turning it but just on it so just woo oh <laughs> like a poltergeist situation no 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 and then today lane broke the stove knob and this is after the stink yeah, and I broke the handle off the sink one day because I was apparently, apparently a little rambunctious when I turned my sink on and off. And I just like went to turn it off and it just it just broke the whole thing. And then like two weeks ago, we have a walk-in closet and it has like the wire racks, you know, that are coming out of the wall and they're like bracketed on. Right. Freaking, they broke. They broke, and the wire brackets gouged into the wall because apparently my clothes are so heavy, <laughs> I just couldn't handle it anymore. Did, Did it, it like bust pierced- off the drywall? Yeah, it broke holes in the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just like, what Canada, is going don't on? don't lie. You just got angry and punched the walls in there. Those two I spots. I didn't. Double fisted. Yeah. <laughs> Through my clothes. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's just what you decided you wanted to do. You were trying to And that it. was so weird because it was like in the morning after, like as I was getting ready to get like come down and work. And I That is just not the time for things like terrible that to happen. I know. And I literally just looked at it and I was like, what the hell? And I was like. Lane, I broke the closet and <laughs> I to work. He's like, what do you mean you broke the closet? I'm like, you just gotta see it. It was the closet terrible. is broken. <laughs> and like the whole it was a really long rack. And to be fair, I had like all of my jeans on it and like a majority of my clothes and my jeans were really heavy. And I think that's the side that like gave way first, and then the rest of it couldn't support it, and it just Well, who didn't put that in a stud? Come on, guys. That's what I'm saying. Come like, you on. can get secondary brackets and put it in a stud. That's what I said. So we took it out, and we rearranged our clothes so they all fit still, because I was like, oh my god, where am I going to put all of my clothes? But we did some finagling, and it's fine. And I think we're just going to get either some of those QB things, or I'm just going to put some shoe racks on that wall. It's actually kind of nice having the extra space. It doesn't seem as crowded, but the hole in the wall is not cute. The oh, holes. you can just get that thing, though. Don't they have, like, the mesh that you could like, poke through the hole, and then there's, like, glue on it, and then you pull it tight? Yeah. And then you can just like putty over it. Yeah, we can fix it. I'm just, I mean, I mean it's, we not, will eventually. it's just a pain in the ass. Right. So I've had to fix was... a hole in a wall because <laughs> I've rented for most of my life and uh, leaving yes. a hole in a wall is not good on your renting. 
frowned upon. <laughs> they don't seem about to get that deposit like back. No. They don't seem to like it when you do that. So I have done some dumb things and put some holes in walls. And yeah. I've had happened a time. I think that's I think that's about it though. Have you ever seen Except those for houses, the though? fact that my dog chewed a bare spot in my carpet. Oh, and then she destroyed my rug the other day. <laughs> She's indie. Well, Indiegogo. the carpet thing was like months ago. There's just like a naked spot in the middle of our carpet, which oh is God. really annoying. But I hate the carpet and want to get rid of it anyway, so that's Which fine. carpet was it? In the living room. Oh, the like main, main? carpet? Yes. <laughs> so I mean, that's nice sucks. carpet, though. I hate it. Yeah, I'd And then, like, we have a fireplace. Rich. Yeah, same. We have a fireplace in our living room, and there's, like, tile, and then the carpet goes up to the tile. She ripped a whole bunch of that out, so there's, like, a naked spot next to the... Dogs, It's man. fine. You know, it's just, it's life. It's not a big deal. I have a house. It's a nice house. It is, you know, I have a place to live. That's great. It's just, all these things are kind of fun. Hey, at least you got the dog before you replaced it to Hardwood, so she oh, didn't ruin that. Totally. Totally. You, you plan that out good because at if least you she's have ripping a puppy, out the stuff that you plan to rip out. Right. If you're potty training or if she's going through a phase, at least it's not something I just put in. Because but... that would suck. Yeah. So that's how I've been doing. Just slowly destroying the house. <laughs> it's <laughs> it was a one-person tornado. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine, but it's okay. Well, at one point, Lane nicknamed me the destroyer of the earth. <laughs> I don't remember why or what was happening, but that's just what he called me. So that's I mean, who I am. You know, it it's be a name. like that. It's a name. It is. Not the it worst like thing for sometimes. your boy to call you. It's fine. It's fine. What if I destroyed? I don't really destroy too much. I just remember the one time with my ex-boyfriend. I was sitting there. He was showing me a video on his laptop. And I was drinking. I think it was a root beer. And I mm-hmm. took I took a sip. And like, I don't know what happened to my hand. My hand just like gave out. It's like, oops. And I like dropped it on his keyboard. And I went to grab it because it was a laptop keyboard. I went to yeah. grab it. And instead of grabbing it, I just batted it back and forth between my hands. Like a cat <laughs> spraying pop all over his laptop while he just watched me in horror. <laughs> and at this time, we were poor college kids. So it's not like right. we could just go replace the laptop. Right. Luckily, I didn't like fry his laptop. But I would that's like so a lifeline in college, a laptop. Homework, I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like frantically like, trying to grab it. And it just made it so much worse. Oh, man. It survived though, so that was good. But I felt like that such a jerk, right? <laughs> Just the look on his face, and then I finally grabbed it. And he's like, "I cannot believe you just did that." <laughs> I was like, "I am so sorry." Listen, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> oh God, I, don't know, I just feel like I'm like I'm like a coordinated person when it comes to some things, but I'm also just like very clumsy and others i'm not clumsy maybe you're just like zoomy like you're just doing stuff quick i think so and i do that i think and i'm like i don't like trip or fall hardly ever but i drop shit all of the time like i got a new iphone i'm i literally dropped it in the parking lot as i walked out of the store i was like (laughs) it was fine because i had a case on it but i just like looked in horror at the crown like and it was like face down so i was really scared to even pick it up but i'm sure the people in the store because i literally just got out the store were like she did not 
She did no, not. she did not. <laughs> and I like turned around and I was just like, eh. and, oh my gosh. Oh, this man. one time I just like walked out of the store. I got one of my big pops. I was going on a, a big soda pop for anybody who doesn't use the word pop. I was going out of the store and I had this giant one because I was going on a road trip and I just dropped it in dropped the parking it. lot everywhere. Yes. So I picked the yeah. cup up and the straw and I went back in and I like went back up to the cash register with a new pop. They were like <laughs> don't ask questions, you like, already know what go. happened. Yes, just, you just already go. know. Just, just yeah. like just go go like oh. <laughs> I did that at work one time cuz we have a cafe and there's like a coffee bar, they'll make you Starbucks drinks and for a long time, I had, like, a daily street going of going and getting a caramel mocha every morning. And it was, like, the best part of my morning. And one day, I grabbed it. I got in the elevator. And I got to my floor. And I got out. And I was just walking down the hallway, like, happy as a clam. Like, stoked. I got my morning coffee. And I did the same thing. My hand just went, eh, no. And I just <laughs> dropped a hot coffee, caramely coffee just on the floor. goodness. And I just literally <laughs> There with my hands at my waist in this, or hands by my in this like professional corporate environment, and I literally audibly just went, Oh, <laughs> there was, I had to go find a maintenance guy, and I was like, I spilled coffee, and then naturally, I went and got another one. And the lady was like, Oh, and I was like, I dropped it, and then she was like, Just take this one for free, honey, and I was like. Thank you. <laughs> just took pity on you. Yeah, she did. She's the nicest, but it was a thing. So I don't know how that rant happened, but oh, there's another rant. One time I was in, I had just got oh, a, yes, I got a freezy, or was it a slushy? It was one or the other from the mall, oh, and I was no, leaving yes. out to the mall doors, and I dropped it, and that's just you know sad. But my mm. foot continued to follow through, and I pushed <laughs> it into the doors. <laughs> in particular no (laughs) then i didn't have a slushie and i also had a mess (laughs) sad it's like when i was at the movies with emily and i had a big slushie from the movie theater you know like the really thick good ones Mm -hmm. and i don't even know like the physics still doesn't under i don't get it i was wearing jeans and i stood up and I don't know how it even happened. It physically does not make any sense. Maybe secretly Emily sabotaged me. Maybe oh, she did. Maybe she did. She was a little, she was a little mischievous sometimes. I hope you're listening to this, Emily. I'm on yeah. to you. Yeah, back <laughs> in high school, she was a little bit mischievous. I stood up and somehow the whole slushie went down the my butt crack. Literally straight <laughs> down my butt. <laughs> And it was before the movie even started. I, like, had stood up to, like, I was taking off my sweater or something, and it, like, the lip of it got caught in my jeans, and somehow, I literally, I still don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. The whole thing went down my butt. Right down my butt. I think I would just be done with the movie at that point. Not only was it really freaking cold, but I had to sit in it for the rest of the movie. Just (laughs) sticky, slushy. so bad. No. Oh... Eh, I would like to hear your guys' stories if anything like that ever happens to you. We have more. Let me know. But we, there's always more. There's always more. But I think that was 15 minutes of <laughs> beverage mishap. So, 
Okay. Anyways. What are you um, drinking this week? Speaking of beverages. Today, I'm having a Down East unfiltered craft cider, and it is pineapple flavored. So it's got some pineapple pineapple juice in it. I think you've had those before, haven't you? Yes. I think I did have one. What do you got? I am drinking a vodka and orange juice. Screwdriver. Like having, yes, a screwdriver. Because I felt like having heartburn. Love that for you. Because <laughs> I, I am a person who gets heartburn from everything. I don't. I'm really glad. Because heartburn sucks. It does. I could already kind like, of feel it, it. I'm just like, Ugh. oh, man. All right. So let's jump into this. I will go first. Question. All right. Do you got paranormal? You got true crime? I got true crime. Oh, so, boy. Have you ever seen the movie Perfect Sisters? No. Okay. Because there's a movie based off of this story. So my sources were Wikipedia, thestar.com, Alcatron, and Ranker.com. So, <clears throat> January 2003 in Mississauga, Ontario. Um, I took the lady's name out. I just, my <laughs> next line is just, in 2003, born April 15th, had two daughters. <laughs> Wait a minute. I need to. Somebody. Dang it. <laughs> Which, just so you took the name sure out I for see. privacy reasons <laughs> oh, it's Linda her name is Linda Linda, are you listening <laughs> you're not listening Linda listen Linda okay but so really old. it smells so good okay actually her name is Linda Anderson oh really I thought you were yeah. just throwing that in there no really and in 2003 she I sometimes I swear it to Jesus Okay, so she was born April 15th, 1959. So in 2003, she was like 43-ish. And she had two teenage daughters, Sandra and Elizabeth. However, disclaimer, these names are all aliases because their identities are protected by Canada law. So in 2003, Sandra was 16. So you didn't even have to find the name. You could have just used any name. I know, but I just wanted to use With the your name lucky that probably like nail it straight it. on the head and it would be your actual name and you could arrested. I would arrested. and then I yeah, I'd be hunted down by the Canadians. They would find me, the queen. The queen crown. herself. <laughs> Isn't it? Don't they call it the crown in Canada? I think they call it the crown. And then there's... I think, I think it's still Justin Trudeau over there, isn't Justin it? Justin Trudeau, yeah. Dude, he was a good-looking guy. Don't Ooh. always think of the things he did as back in the days. I don't agree with everything, but he was attractive but she man when he was younger. But nice. <laughs> He's easy on the eyes, what she's saying. <laughs> I mean, compared to some politicians, we know, yes. Woo, 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 yeah. All right, so Sandra was 16 and Elizabeth, who went by Beth, was 15. So Linda was a single mother raising her girls alone after the father became out of the picture at some point, And apparently she suffered pretty heavily from alcoholism and depression. And we're just going to... Just hop right on into it, okay? That's all the background that you get. Things are just, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go on I like a Thursday. Going fast. Yes. So it's said that Linda had also been in some abusive relationships with some men, and their daughters had to live in that environment. And the girls were reported to have been becoming more and more irritated that their mother was wasting money on alcohol. They became jealous of their friends who had more than they did. You know, they all had, like, pools at their houses, and they wore nicer clothes than them, and they had, like, the best of the best items, but it sounded like they were struggling financially. 
basically. And all of their friends were not struggling financially and they were like frustrated about it. So one day, the girls started researching ways to murder somebody. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What year was this? Murder. 2003. Oh, so they could get on the Google and just Google it up. I bet they, they could. They did. They did research online how to murder someone. Also, don't look that thing, that, don't look that up in the first place. I mean, that is the root of the problem here. Don't Google that. Don't, don't look, Google don't that. Don't research that. Don't intend. Don't Google to- things where you need to hide your identity. Is usually the yeah. I Going mean, to the were, bad side of the internet is never good. There's nothing young, good there. Young and not probably, you know, they didn't know what they were. Oh, I mean, they knew what they wanted to do, but they didn't like know what they were doing. If you know what I mean. Um. So they realized that their mother had an insurance policy, and if she died, they would get the money. And a whole lot of sources said that they planned to use the money to go on a trip to Europe with their friends and buy a big house. So they how started much money were they getting? It was, it said over $100,000, which now that's not going to buy you a big house, but they were young. They probably didn't know. I mean, it could still buy you a house, though. It could buy you a house, and it could take you to Europe. And it said over $100,000, so who knows how much over. <clears throat> so they made a plan. And on January 18th, 2003, the sisters started giving their mom some drinks to get her drunk. And then they fed her three Tylenol-3 tablets that had codeine in them. And she got quite inebriated. What is codeine? Codeine? Yeah. It's like, hold on, let me Google it so I can get a scientific The only thing I know about codeine is the song by Post Malone. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Zach and Codeine. Oh. I mean, it's it's for, it's a painkiller, like a, painkiller and it's okay let me just see is it usually in tylenol it's yeah it's it's prescribed a lot for like cough and cold medicine like lots of cold medicines have codeine in them so it says it's used to treat mild to moderate pain and often starts out innocent for like yeah cough syrup but yes they gave her a bunch of alcohol and oh and one of the thing said can cause high risk for addiction and dependence, can cause respiratory distress and death when taken in high doses or when combined with other substances, especially alcohol. So they gave her that, and she naturally got very inebriated and all sorts of disoriented, and she was just not doing good. And they told her they wanted to give her a bath. So they brought her into the bathroom, and sources said she really struggled to even get into the bathtub, and then the girls put gloves on and they started giving her a massage. And then Sandra, the older sister, told her mother to lie on her stomach so that she could scrub her back. And as soon as she did, Sandra pushed her mother's head down under the water and held it there for four minutes until she was dead. That's horrible. But also, like, when she's in that state, do you really even have to do anything? Like, I think that's why they did it. Because like, I don't but know. But how, how did they find out she did They did this. You, you find out that's part of it. I'm sorry. We'll, I'm just saying, we'll get like, there. you know, it seems like as someone who, I wouldn't assume it was murder first if I was a detective. That's the point. <laughs> I know that's the point. Which is why I'm like, how did they get caught? Patience. <laughs> I don't have any. So they drugged her up really heavily and they drowned her in the bathtub. And then 
what a bunch of sources said oh what did it say hold on i have to i didn't write this part down for some reason uh, all of the sources said that they believed that doing it in this way would be fast and spectacular what i don't know but that's apparently what they, that was in a lot of sources so i don't Leave know poor mom alone yeah really but hey other than you get killer yeah you don't get to just kill people I mean, she's struggling, right? Like, you don't get to you get her help. Or yeah, like instead of before yeah, murder, right. right? Maybe, yeah, some help with some of her issues. Um, so after they had murdered her, they left the house and they went to a restaurant with friends. And then when they got home, they called nine one one and said they found their mother dead in the bathtub. The operator told them to take her out and try and do CPR. And the girls were crying and trying to do CPR and said they couldn't resuscitate her. And when police and first responders arrived, they believed the girls. You know, they were like, this, yeah, seems... See, that's what I would think, too. <laughs> doesn't seem suspicious, at like, because what girls are going to, you know, kill their mom. So, the cause of death was ruled accidental drowning, and they found very high levels of alcohol and drug include, drugs, including coding, so codeine. So, I assume they were just like, well, she was drinking and had some drugs and passed out in the bathtub. Like, right. I think they were just like... No foul play. So, they thought they got away with everything. The thing is, they did not keep this secret. They told several of their friends. Some of them they told via online messaging. Some sources said the friends even, like, encouraged them and they were, like, laughing and joking about it. Some, they even sent messages the day of the murder saying, yep, this is the day we're going to do it. One of the friends apparently tried calling them to stop them, but the girls didn't answer and it was too late, but she didn't go to the police. One friend that they told helped them come up with the restaurant alibi, and they were like, if we're at the restaurant with you, then, you know, you have an alibi. And the other um, one source said that this friend was supposed to meet them at the restaurant, but then he got scared last minute, didn't go, but also still didn't go to the police. One source said that Sandra told her boyfriend after the murder and he broke up with her, but also didn't go to the police. So these were all 15 and 16-year-olds. And so an entire year goes by. And the girls thought they got away with it. But then... Man, when I was 15 and 16, I was just worried about, I don't know, prom or something. Same. Definitely wasn't about, you know, murdering people. I was probably worried about if I was going to menstruate through my pants. That was, a, that was a big worry, too. <laughs> that was a big thing I worried about growing Especially up. Especially when you play volleyball. Yeah. Yes. Try TMI. Or you're, like, on an away game at basketball. You got to wear them white shorts. Oh, Girl. yeah. Why? Why did the we The terror. The sheer terror. No. <sighs> anyway. So, where was I? Oh, yes. So, an entire year goes by, but eventually, one of the friends that they told went and told the police what really happened. So, they, I mean, as, you know, is expected, I'm sure they probably felt really guilty, didn't couldn't handle knowing something like that, especially at that age. And they went and they said what really happened. So the police gave this individual a wire device and went and just talked to the girls and they got a recording of the girls confessing and they were arrested and it was pretty cut and dry from there. Like all those messages were sent, their search history, and they didn't try to lie and say they didn't do it. So they were pretty quickly found guilty. <clears throat> And they were sentenced to 10 years in prison, which was With the maximum sentence. That was the maximum sentence for minors who committed first degree murder. I didn't even know there was such a thing. 
Yeah, I, in Canada. I don't know. Um, so, I'm sure there is in the United States, though, too. But I'm sure for a minor. If, if they're I guess I kind of forgot tried. that they were minors because that's just horrifying to think about that yeah. 50 to 60 year olds would be thinking about that. Yeah, if they're tried as a minor, but if you're tried as an adult, then it's very different. In the United States, anyways. So, during the trial, they s- tried to say, you know, it wasn't about the insurance money, but that was, like, a nice perk. But their friends were like, no, they mentioned the insurance money from the beginning. And then one article I read was, like, it was a really well, really well-written article by a guy who looked into this case and, like, talked to the, a whole bunch of the friends. And so, it has some quotes from the friends, which I will read now. So, one girl said she knew what was going on was wrong, but she said... She was scared if she went to the cops, she'd get in trouble for, like, conspiracy, being an accessory, just knowing what was going on. And she was the one, apparently, who had tried to call Sandra the day of what was going on to try and stop her. And she said, we're all smart kids. We knew what was going on. We weren't helpless teenagers. All of us could have picked up a phone. The fact is, we didn't. And then after the murder, Sandra apparently commented at how she was surprised that the police didn't stay longer at their townhouse, and the friend said the murder didn't seem real until she saw the body in the open casket at the funeral. So all these friends are going to this funeral, seeing this woman, knowing that they know that their friends did that to her, which is wild to me. I'm sure for a lot of them, that moment was probably like, oh The moment where you're like, this actually happened. It wasn't just like- this isn't a- Stupid, them spewing stuff right this isn't just like a stupid rebellious teenage they're mad at their mom they actually did it they're saying these horrible things it's just right. like wow they did they they did it so the friend who helped with the alibi for the restaurant said he had heard some details from sandra a month prior and he helped come up with the alibi he apparently knew all of the details sandra apparently said she didn't actually plan to wait for the drugs and alcohol to kick in which sounds pretty vicious to me no kidding. Um, they talked about how beth said they'd need to wear gloves and he said he like was like make sure you wear gloves and he apparently told sandra he would practice his shocked face to help keep their secret when people when the news broke and he'd given suggestions to them, like both through online messaging and in person. And he said ah, he saw I Sandra he stuff on that one. Maybe <clears throat> yeah. Time he away. said he saw Sandra at the mall a few days after the murder, and she started crying because she had just learned that her mom was putting money away for their educations. So she felt bad, but then she said it was physically difficult to hold her mother down, but it was not emotionally difficult. Pretty rough. Again, this friend didn't say anything at this time. Then there was another individual who was dating Sandra, and he initially didn't know what was going on. He wasn't in on any of the plans or anything, except for the morning after. He called him, and she said, my mother died last night. She drowned in the tub. And he said he started getting suspicious about some of the circumstances about what was going on, and then eventually she asked him, what would you do if you knew I killed someone? And then she explained the situation and said, and he apparently was like, what, like what was going through your head when you were doing this? Like, what were you thinking about? And apparently all she thought about was making sure she was underwater long enough for her brain to suffocate. So she wouldn't survive and be a vegetable. And apparently she seemed proud of herself and that Beth was just there for moral support. 
And this individual apparently felt sorry that her mother's drinking had become that bad that they felt the need to do that. But again, instead of turning her in or doing anything, he just broke up with her. So all these friends knew this, and I think a lot of them being so young were like scared to say to anything. That, yeah. And like, I don't, but, but at the same time, like, they're like, use gloves involved. and, right. And oh, I, I said, um, yeah, that one friend who said to use gloves and like the alibi And here's thing. your alibi. And did he get in trouble at all? Some, it didn't, since they were all minors, it didn't use like their real names or like connect anything. But I read that I think two of the friends got in trouble. So I think some of them did get in trouble for not coming forward with all the details they had and for probably helping with some of the stuff. I mean, um, just, you know, trying to come up with an alibi. I'm sure that, you know, that's very yeah. illegal. <laughs> yeah, probably to try and help fabricate something like that doesn't seem like it would be received well. So, like I said, the girls got 10 years in prison. And yeah, I have in my notes, some of the friends, I think, got an accessory to murder but they were all minors, so all names and info in that regard was protected. So the Crown said the decision should give the public confidence that there was little evidence that they would reoffend. Some people think they were definitely too lenient on them, and that young and some people, on the other hand, think young people deserve special treatment due to only partially developed decision making skills, etc., being really young. But the girls did not serve all ten years. Um, Sandra was released to a halfway house just a couple short later years later. Like some sources said it was only like three or four years that she was in prison when she got put in a halfway house. She got Wasn't she a the one scholar. who actually like <clears throat> Yeah, who actually held her mom down. And she got a scholarship to a college and she started studying engineering. And the younger sister was released under parole shortly after and she started going to law school. And since then, like, the parole has expired. Everything's expired. They both went to upper education. Like I said, one went into engineering school. One went to law school. And they are now living anonymous lives freely out and about. Just living their lives. And they were when they were 19 and 20 is when they actually got sentenced. And one source, according to one source, said... The Crown apparently wanted to give them life sentences with no chance of parole for at least 10 years for Sandra and no chance of parole for five to seven years for Beth, but then decided that the youth sentence of 10 years was enough. But interestingly, the younger sister's prison therapist said the girl had little empathy and was manipulative, which led to some people opposing her release to a halfway house because they said she was still in the offense cycle and exhibiting the same behavior or same pattern of behavior prior to the murder, but she was still eventually released early and studied law, which I find interesting. And I find that interesting because the older sisters, the one who committed the crime. Well, I mean, they both did right, but she did the physical holding her mom down, but then this one said the younger sister was very manipulative and lying. And I read about the movie very briefly and apparently I've never seen it. So I could be wrong, but one source was like, the movie does not portray like how manipulative these girls were and like cold blooded about it. And um, the, one of the quotes said like, the judge was like, yeah, they were like, this was cold blooded and brutal and they knew what they were doing, but 10 years is still enough. So I don't know. And 
one of the big pieces of it was they said they want young people to be held accountable, but they also want younger individuals to be able to be reintegrated. Right. And they haven't heard anything about the girls since other than that they both went to university and they are now living anonymously because they're protected by Canadian law. So they were released probably like 2015-ish? Yeah, I think the parole and everything expired like 2016 and they've just so been... So I guess time will tell if they were actually rehabilitated. Yeah, they've just been living. And I read one article that was like, there's a movie coming about coming out about two girls who murdered their mom and they could be sitting in the theater right next to you watching it and you'd never know. And I'm like, Or I mean, thought. That one guy was rehabilitated too. The one who reported yeah. on crimes and then they the were his The one we talked about not that name? long ago. He was a he was, time. We should cover him sometime. It yeah, was the one who he would strangle people with their lingerie. Yes. Yeah. So that was mine. That was wild. I was that just like, wild. oh. At 15, Whoa. 16, man, I was yeah. just like doing stupid stuff. Yeah, for real. When, like, I was playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Same. I was playing on my GameCube. Like, Luigi's Mansion, learning how to parallel. Like, my stepdad was teaching me how to parallel park my car between two shovels. <laughs> Ooh, I got hay bales. Ooh. And I was really nervous because I was like, if I hit this shovel, like, am I going to scratch the car? If it's going to go on. And he was like, Hannah, just do it. <laughs> and I remember oh. I practiced in the car that I used to drive all the time, which was, like, not a very nice car. It was, like, a super beat-up car. I got used to driving that, so then I borrowed a family member's nicer car to take the test in. Oh my goodness, I failed that test. Way so bad. different. It yeah, was way like different. super sensitive, the gas was, and sure. I just like whooped right up onto the curb <laughs> during parallel parking. <laughs> yeah. And she just like huffed at me and shook my head at her head, and I was like, The oh, lady who no. did our driver's test was she so was mean. Really she mean. was like notoriously had a reputation for being super mean, and which made it terrifying. And I like I did I mean I did bad at the parallel parking. Everything else went fine though. Oh, I stopped at a stop site I shouldn't have stopped at. What? That doesn't make sense. You should always no, stop at a no, stop. No, it wasn't a stop site. It was a red light. Oh. I started slowing down even though it was still green because I was like super nervous. Oh, <laughs> it's like, green and Trish is like stop. <laughs> well, I wasn't stopping. I just kind of like put my took my foot off the gas. You know? Yeah. And I was like uh. yeah. And then she was like, "Why are you slowing down?" Oh my god! Yeah, she was really mean. And I was like, "I don't know. I was just looking to make sure no one was gonna run that light and T-bonus." Yeah, I'm just trying to protect your life. <laughs> so yeah, the but, only thing that went really bad was parallel park. But ooh, she was not nice. Like we got there and we parked, and she was like, "Put it in park." Oh She's like, no! You didn't pass. <gasps> oh my gosh! I would have cried. I did. Oh, I so oh, did. Yeah. yeah, that's mean. I think I passed the first time, but I remember the only things I didn't do very well was, I mean, I parallel parked fine. I didn't, I, but I, <laughs> she opened the door to see how close I was. I was like two feet away from the curb or something. She was like, hmm, you're a long ways away from the curb, but that'll come in practice, I guess. And then she just slams the door. Oh, but I remember she was really mad at me at first because... <laughs> At the start, she, like, gets in, looks around at your car, makes sure you, like, adjust your mirrors and are checking all the stuff you're supposed to check. And then she gets outside and she, like, goes to the front and makes you, like, turn on your blinkers. And then she goes Mm -hmm. to the back. And I remember she went out to the back and I was, like, not watching. (laughs) And she wanted me to turn the blinkers on. And I was just like, (laughs) and she comes and she's, like, pounding on my window. And she's like, turn your blinkers on. And I was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Lady, you're terrifying. 
Yeah. The, yeah. the driving up on the curb during the parallel park kind of killed me. And yeah. Then she was just, and then at that point, she was so angry at me that I was just- She was like, I'm ready for you to fail, girl. I'm gunning for you to fail. I'm like, can, can we just say I failed already? Like, I, screwed, I don't yeah, want to like, go through the rest of this. Right? Like, let's just not even leave the parking lot. Like, come on. Just tell I'll me come back next week when hopefully yeah. you're not here. Because right. you scare me a lot. <sighs> yeah. Past the second yeah. time, though. Took my old nice. beater car up there and- You were ready. (laughs) Just had to make sure the blinkers were working and the brakes and everything, because that thing was a rust bucket. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Like, 15, 16, that's the type of stuff we were Mm -hmm. worried about. Yeah, and I thought my whole life was ruined. I was like, I'm going to have to go, and my friends are going to be like, did you pass your driving test? And I'm going to have to be like, no. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. I actually had to reschedule it. LOL. Joke's on you. Nope, didn't go. I got sick. Yeah, I was not feeling well. I had the nervous poops. Didn't go. <laughs> got so nervous. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right. Next topic. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Sally House? I have, but I don't know anything about it. You're about to learn. So, the Sally House was built around 1867 to 1871. Apparently, there were some floods around that time, so, like, the actual documents kind of got a little mishmashy. Mishmash. But apparently, it was built around that time. Okay. And it was built by the Finney family, and that family stayed with that property and house for about a century. Wow. So, Charles Finney was a doctor, and the legend of the Sally House goes... That he would uh, see patients in, like, the lower level of his house, and then the rest of his family lived upstairs. Okay. And one day he was, like, you know, doing his doctor thing. Hold on a second. I feel like I'm, like, <laughs> having a moment. Okay. So his family lived in the upstairs, and he saw patients in the lower levels. And one day a mother brought in her six-year-old daughter to see him and because she, she had extreme, like, abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And Charles was like, okay, this is appendicitis. I need to, like, operate now before it, like, ruptures. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it works. That's a horrible phobia of mine also. Appendicitis. Same. What if I'm just like, ow, my tummy hurts really bad. And, and then really you die. It's my, and really it's my appendix punching my insides. Like, get me out. <laughs> how do you yeah. know? What side is it on? Is it on your It's on left? the right side. Is it? I, I have some so. pain there. Yeah, I've I know. Had, every like- time, every time I get a twinge of pain, I'm like, <gasps> My appendix. <laughs> Same. I think it's it's like, on the right. You just did some ab workouts, and I'm like, <gasps> my appendix. My appendix. It's for real. It's a struggle. Hold on. Let me Google it. Lower right side of your abdomen. Yes. Oh God. That side of my abdomen has been hurting. I'm worried now. I'm just saying. Wouldn't you it be would severe? Know. It hurts pretty bad. Yeah. Like most people are in so much pain. I mean, they they go to the hospital and like they're they like, oh, your appendix. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, ah, you have appendix problems. We better take that on out. But So he was going to take it out, and he was trying to do it quickly, and he did not wait for the anesthesia to take No, effect. stop it. Okay. So she oh. died at the beginning of the operation because she like <gasps> went into shock and everything. Oh, my God. Is the legend of what how, how oh. Sally came to be in this house. Oh, that's Sally? Oh. Yeah, that's Sally. Oh, oh my gosh. Supposedly. Okay. Poor girl. So we're going to move ahead in history because there wasn't, I mean, this house stayed with the family for a century and then there's a few other people that lived in it and it was being rented and the Pickman family moved in. Okay. So it consisted of Tony and Deborah who were had just got married 
and Deborah was Debbie. pregnant with her first child. So they moved in to the home December 31st of 1992. And, you know, everything seemed fine and dandy like they usually do. It was great. Beautiful house. Yeah, it was perfect. It's always perfect, Until isn't it? suddenly. So it started as little things, so like toys would move. Wall ooze. There wasn't wall ooze. Was there any wall ooze? There was mold, but there wasn't wall ooze. Wall ooze is my favorite. I I know, there's only been one wall ooze. I love, I haven't heard much about wall ooze recently, and I would just really like to hear some more wall ooze stories. (laughs) Someday we're going to have to go to a place where the wall ooze is for you. Yeah. I'm going to make you poke it. If your wall oozes, send me DMs. I want to see it. (laughs) I'm going to make you poke it so hard finger melts off as you touch it that's yeah blood intrigued gross stuff what is it hannah just has to bring a stick to wherever she goes in case she needs to poke the wall poke it i'm just gonna start bringing like petri dishes and like swabs just in case what are you i don't have to make agar agar are you calling agar or agar yeah agar Agar. i always said agar we definitely know how to make that because that's all we did all we did in biology and then we would stick it in the bacteria, and then we would swab the agar. Because it had to sit it, for a day. And, and then, then we'd, we'd have put it bacteria. in the little cooker, sometimes three days. And you know what we would do? We would play cards until our bacteria was done cooking. <laughs> forever to cook. <laughs> that class was so fun. I loved, I loved that, class. that class. I missed that class. <sighs> Me too. It was a good time. It was always funny, anyway. too. You had good interactions with the teacher. I did. Me and Emily. I'm telling you. Some of those, oh my god, I have to tell some of those stories now. They make me laugh so hard. You probably don't think they're funny. Uh, I just remember, <laughs> remember, like, every day, you guys would say something, and he would just shake his head, like, yes! But secretly, I think we were his favorite. Come on. Probably. We were funny. We, we were funny. funny. I just remember the one day, I don't know what Emily was laughing about, but when she laughs really hard, she goes into, like, that silent laughing, and, like, she was like, beat red and she was like tears were streaming down her face and the teacher was like he like looked at her and he was like concerned and then he was like <laughs> laughing and he was like geez don't have a coronary and then i died and then she started laughing it doesn't sound that funny now but it was hilarious it was just one of those moments that when you look at someone oh, and you just can't stop laughing it was so funny but all right anyway side all right. note it's the little things one of the things to note is that they moved the toys, like the toys would move on their own. Nope, hate it. But there's one situation where they moved it into a complete circle on the floor. Ew, yeah, I have heard that. Uh, so like, uh, all in a picture. It's, you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It's a sacrificial circle. They're sacrificing the weakest stuffed animal. <laughs> they're doing something for sure. They're like, they're like, Tony the tiger, you are uh, the, weakest the weakest link. link. We are sacrificing you to the devil. The and then devil. Pictures were turned around and it was like I just know I just pictured the picture of Elmo with the fire behind him. Oh, just <laughs> <so bad>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it did. That's what it was like. It was just like just one toy. Just Elmo's ah. running running the show. <laughs> Have oh you ever seen any of those animatronics though when their fur gets burnt off or ripped off? Terrifying. I don't want to. I'm sure terrifying. it is terrifying. terrifying. No, thank you. That no, didn't happen. That's they were just sitting in a circle. You don't and know that. Like, turn you pictures that. around and turn appliances on and off. So pretty. That's not okay with me. Mm-mm-mm. And it's like, leave my stove alone, please. Leave- and thank you. See, because my brain. Work. 
we're going back to the stove thing, but I'm like, what if the light is on because something's malfunctioning and therefore there's an inner workings issue and it's going to burn my house down? That's or what I'm thinking. there's a ghost. And they or may there's... burn your house down. <laughs> Just leave my house alone. So, um, after this, the ghost got even more active and the father, Tony, was like, they decided to leave that night and they were like, he was putting kids in the car and he felt like a bug bit him. And they got to the place, and they lift up his shirt, and he had three scratches <gasps> down his back. Oh, no. That's bad. Yeah. Hey, so Tony. Boy, I have bad news for you. <laughs> hey, Tony. <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> okay. So they invited a psychic over to try and figure out what was going on in their home. I want that job. I want to be the psychic who goes through people's houses and is like, you got hella ghosts. Yeah, I'm feeling some... Weird vibes. Well, she, this is where the story of Sally came in. Oh. She's the one who told about the appendix girl? Yeah. Aww. And she said that they should handle it kind of like a child because it is a child's ghost. It's like set boundaries. Oh. That makes like, sense with the toys, I guess. Yeah, and like if it's play with the other kids' toys, you could get it its own toy. Oh. So they did that. Would they get it? Did it say? I think it was a doll. I think they got Creepy it a doll. doll. And I think it actually mm-hmm. unwrapped itself, too. <gasps> like they just it was left like, yeah, I'm so excited! Yeah, and then it like took a long time, and eventually it was unwrapped. Oh, I mean, okay. There was that, also a Christmas that... party that they mentioned too, where it set a doll on fire. Uh, I'm mm. Sally. She's because very mischievous. They said that they figured she was like upset because she didn't get any toys. Well, yeah, why didn't business? you get her any presents? That's they didn't rude. Get her present, so she lit the doll in the fair. She's like, if I don't get presents, y'all don't get presents. And that's how this house works. So they were gonna oh, they no. decided to get her one, and they also okay. got her a lamp, like a kerosene lamp that she could light if she wanted their attention, so it wouldn't be like, like on the floor. Oh, they're like, she likes flames. Let's give her something flammable. Something that she could like light it and not burn our house down. And I guess she I did guess. like have that smoking at one point. Wow. So, anyways, this gets it gets weirder because Tony came home from work one day and he was just getting a beverage after work, re- relaxing, <laughs> unwinding, and he had the glass in his hand and he turned around and he saw a full apparition of a small girl. Oh no! And like he dropped the glass and like went running yep. upstairs because I think she disappeared. He was like, "I saw her! I saw Sally!" Yeah, and they were all like, "Oh, oh my god!" So they kept trying to like make this ghost happy and kind of like get along Did they with give it. it. Candy. Kids like candy. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't really seem to work in the long run because the attacks on Tony got uh, more violent. Oh no. She didn't um, like Tony, huh? No. I, apparently, his mood was also affected and he would have like angry mood swings. Uh oh. And he said like one time he just felt like he wanted to kill Deborah, his wife. Oh my gosh. He was so no, angry. No. No, 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 no. Um, that reminds me of, like, the Amityville thing, right? Yeah. Where he, the dad was really, oh my gosh. Like, having mood swings and stuff? Yeah. One of the reasons I think that it, the psychic thought it was attacking Tony is because it was a male, and it was, like, one of the oh, first like males an adult to live there male? Like, yeah. the doctor was an adult male? Yeah, and that, like, that she oh. didn't know what was going on, and the last thing she saw was, like, this guy torturing her, and then she died. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But even on camera, they have, like, documentation of him, like, standing there, and then all of a sudden, like, he'll, like, ow, and he'll have, like, a burn rash or, like, (gasps) scratches. There's videos? 
yeah, you can go look at him up. Like, just he's on camera, and then all of a sudden he's like, what's scratched? Uh, Tony yeah, Pickman. I mean, it's weird for sure because he's just uh-huh. standing there, and then all of a sudden, in a spots he like couldn't reach, he has like scratch marks and stuff. Okay. There's anyway. a lot on this house. There's wow. so much on this house. Wild. So like to cover each and everything would take a very long time. Go watch some. Just go into YouTube's and you'll find a whole and bunch. And you can of stuff. stay there if you really want to. For a night, I think it was like. Is it four hundred dollars? One forty mm. per person. I would bring my Bible. They say you that. cannot bring. You cannot hold seances there. You can oh. bring not not a not a. Bible I was like. <laughs> They I won't let don't. me like hold a seance there. Maybe they're like worried you're gonna wake some stuff up. And you can't go in the basement either. That Which we'll get bad, to that in a bit. Bad things happen. That's where the doctor was. <gasps> no, he was on how the other How are they gonna lower. stop you? When he was when he was operating, wasn't he below? No, he was on the ground level, I think. Oh. But there is a basement. Oh I'm just saying, how are they knowing if you're having a seance? It's um, like 3 a.m. and you're in your know. room. I don't know if they stay with you while you're there. I don't know. They <laughs> watch you all night. That would be probably creepier than sleep. And in which case, I'd be like, listen, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> you're really freaking me out. Can you just turn around <laughs> or something? I'm just telling you guys. I'm going to tell you one thing. If I'm staying at that house and someone wants to stay with me, whole time I'm there, we're having an open door bathroom policy. So you're just going to have to deal with that because I'm not closing that door in a bathroom. Oh, yeah. When you're going to the bathroom, uh-uh, no, I will no, not do it. Stay it open. We have an Same. open door policy while I'm Even staying. when I'm at home, if I'm creeped out and I have to pee, I'll leave the door open. I'm just like, mm, nah. No. But then I'll be mid-pee and I'm like, what if the door slams shut now? That's even worse if the lights goes off, but there's no yeah. windows. That's yeah. the worst thought. I think I've watched too many oh, scary movies. Same telling you so th- we have the attacks that they got on camera and then he also he had reported that he has been like pinned on the ground before oh my my little girl ghost i'm saying i don't think it's a little girl ghost i think it's so, just pretending to be a little girl at this point so the family left the home after two years they were like okay we're done with this <laughs> peace out so there's some reports that say this gets a little bit muddy or muddled that another family moved in and they had no reports of anything paranormal happening. Okay. But also, they later went into the basement and they found, like, signs of occult or ritualistic type things. Uh-huh. And there's a pentagram on the floor of the basement. Oh, uh, yes. Casual. So, they weren't reporting any paranormal, but they were, um... But they're like, there's a pentagram on the floor. That's suspicious. They got... They had to leave the house because Why? they were obviously doing some things. They were? Yeah, the family that moved in next. Like, they didn't report seeing anything paranormal, but, like, when the person who owned the house went into the basement and stuff, oh, they had all these, like, ritualistic the- stuff down that they shouldn't be having. I don't get it. So the Pikmin's moved out. Yes. And it's a rental. And they yeah. rented it. Oh, it's a new. rental. Okay, it's a rental. Okay. Yeah, I so thought they, they like, out. purchased it. No. Okay. So then this new family moved I in. I got you. And then they renting put it. A pentagram on the basement floor, and apparently there was a whole bunch of occulty stuff down there. I like that you say occult. Oh, instead of occult? No. Occult? Just occult. Occult. Yeah. Occult. 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 <laughs> I was talking to Lane the other day. 
We were listening to a, an uh, episode in the car. I don't know what episode it was, but you said something funny and he laughed. <laughs> and I was like, I make fun of her every time she says something funny. <laughs> I just read it, okay? I always, I always think it's a cult, just, but I always think occult in my brain for some reason. It's a cult. It's a cult. It is. It is. It, it certainly is. is. <laughs> so it's just a reward. Or, 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 fuck. She just really... Uh, I'm just having a moment. Pronounces her O's. Occult. It's the occult. It's where is that it's, is that Midwest accent. Okay, we're out. from the Midwest. It's fine. We got that O. Okay, so when anyway. the basement of the new people who are renting, they reported no paranormal stuff, but mm-hmm. they found occult items down there. Yes. Which doesn't mean it's necessarily bad, but the fact that this house has such a History. They were and trying they were to the talk to Sally. I don't know. So the Pickmans eventually came back to the house ten years later. Why? They rented it again, or they just visited? Well, they don't own it. It's a different. Right. Someone else owns it. They right, rented like, it from the owner. Right. Did they rent it again? Or no, did they, they just, just came back to like revisit the situation. Okay. Because Tony never wanted to go back in there. Just really. reasonable. So he went back in there, and everything was fine for the first couple visits. And then on one visit, apparently he was attacked and flung into a wall. Oh my goodness! So I don't think they've been back much since then. I don't blame them. Tony, stay out of there. So That's they're safe a, for you. There's a couple of theories. Okay. Because Sally, there's no record of a Sally. There is one record right. of a Sally, but oh. she was a middle. I don't even know if she has ties to the house. The only Sally in did I even tell you where this house was? I don't think um, I did. I don't it's in remember. Kansas. At- oh. At- Atkinson? Atchison? Atchison? Atchison, Atkin- Kansas. Atkinson? Atchison? Atkinson? I don't know. You know where I'm talking about, right? No. How's it spelled? <laughs> <laughs> We're both just was, over here saying. I was just <laughs> confidently throwing out pronunciations. Okay. I forgot to tell you where it was spelled. Maybe I did tell you. Uh, Atchison, Kansas. A-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. A-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. Atchison? That's what we'll Atchison say. is what yep. I would say. Yep. So there's a couple theories. Sally, there was really no record of a Sally except for a Sally who was a middle-aged black woman. So that doesn't really fit the white a Caucasian little... small female. Right. Small young individual who... Okay. Yeah. Not a white little girl. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really hold up. Uh, right. So there's some theories that maybe there was a secondary spirit and Sally wasn't the violent one. There was also a, jo- oh. a Joanna Bars who was kind of had links to the Finney family. And she was... So she lived in the home next to the Sally house. But she... Also had mental health issues. She had been put in the Topeka State Hospital a few times. She remarried her husband and she actually moved away. And then she, her son ended up passing away because she attempted to commit suicide via gas. And then mm. they slept in. And she survived <gasps> and he didn't. <gasps> oh my gosh. So they think maybe she, for some reason, came back to this area. Wow. But, and that's that she's the one who's kind of more of an angry spirit. Okay. 
The theory I hear thrown around a lot is that Sally the is devil. not actually a person. She is a demonic mm. presence. Right. So like, in the right. basement where they found the pentagram, there's like a crawl space that's kind of like rubbly back there. Gross. Go in it. Crawl in it. Someone explore it. Zach Baggins did. Did he? Did he have mm-hmm. a panic attack? Oh, he didn't like it. Where does where does it go, Zach? But um, no, he like went back in there. He was like, I don't like it, and I was like, I don't either. I don't either, Ooh. man. Get out. But also, there was what a cool is it? part. If you guys want to go watch this episode, yeah. where they put the dolls all in a circle again, and one yeah. of them totally did move on its own. <gasps> Ew. So that was weird. So that that's a thing. Go I think we should out. just be known as like Ghost Adventures promoters at this point. I agree. Because <laughs> I just watched that show so much. <laughs> it's so goofy, but you know. It's okay. I was really into Taps also back in the day. I'm just. I don't know. I've been watching some um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. I love BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, I oh my god, that is the most entertaining. If you do not watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, I think I talked about this a while ago, didn't I? And yeah. you said you hadn't watched it. Oh my god, it's so good. I die. I love Shane. He is so funny. He is so funny. funny. He's very but funny. But sometimes I'm like, Shane, don't say that. Go like, man I don't I don't maybe. What on the say? I just I just remember the one and he's like, come on, demons. <laughs> And he's like, me, take me. <laughs> I'm like, you saw it? And it was like one of the most like haunted places or something. And but it was funny because they like literally like went to a church and they were like, oh, yeah. what shouldn't I do? And they were like, well, and it was like a religious man. Like, I don't know if he was a priest or whatever. He was like, absolutely do not invite them to do anything. Like, don't and give he, them permission. He and like- he waltzes in and he's just like, yes, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and, Ryan, and Ryan's like, just all the time, man. Ryan looks like he's about to die. Just pee. He's just like going to pass out. Oh my God. It's so, there's, and their banter oh, is so good. It's really funny. And then it's I remember so um, entertaining. my favorite episode is probably like the one with Annabelle. Did you see that one? Oh, and they go in the museum. Yeah, and he puts two flashlights down. Yeah, and, and like, it starts. Turn this that. one on if you want to kill me violently after this. And it just right away turns on. He's like, well, that's a pretty definitive yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. I'm like, oh. Shane, no. It's so good. He's, I mean, he's pretty brave. I'm not going to lie. I would not say ha- or do half things that they, oh my God. I, I bet he would sit in the chair. Oh, the death chair? I, think I he bet would. he would open the box. I bet he would. He'd be like, "Let's see what's in this thing." Dibbic box in the dresser. Dibbic, who he would do all of it at the he same time. Like, he'd he be would. sitting in the chair with the box in one hand. Both his clothes in the dresser. Oh gosh! Hey, demons, it's me. Yeah, at the same time, spitting mad insults at Robert, and he would just be doing it all. You need to. Okay, I'm just telling you guys. If you don't watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, they've covered some of the topics we've talked about. Sometimes I listen to their videos too. Before they did go so to Sally good. House, also. Did they? Mm-hmm. Did they have anything crazy happen? Uh, I don't know if this wild? is a spoiler, but this is oh, the yeah, one spoiler house. Spoiler alert. This is no. the one house Ryan did not stay the whole night. He left? He left. I think I might have watched that one. It wasn't at like 4 a.m. or something. He left? Yep. But this yeah. is also one of their first houses, so. Oh, sure. So I probably did see that one. Okay. Anyways, go watch it. It's great. I was making my parents watch it with me when they were visiting. Oh, and my so dad good. thought it was hilarious. I was going to say, I bet your dad loved it. Oh, he loves Shane. Yeah. He's so funny. I mean, I love like, Don't say that. But he's like laughing hysterically. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll peruse through their Twitters also. They're so good. 
So good. I got Lane on them. Now he watches their other videos. For That's things. the one thing I can get Josh to watch with me because he likes Shane because he's like not all into it and all. Ooh. Right. Yeah, he's the major skeptic. Josh and even like, when something like, like, and I was like, and even yeah. when something super super like okay that wasn't explainable, he's like, yeah, that's pretty weird. I'll give you that. <laughs> and he's just like, Meh. but I still don't think they're real, so it's fine. <laughs> it was pretty noisy there. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ooh, okay. I won't get into it. We can talk about this so we don't ruin everyone's episodes. Yeah. But it's good. It Back is to good. the Sally house. Also, BuzzFeed, hire me, please. Thank you. Yeah, we can do it. Can we go? I'm ready. Come Take on. We'll be we'll be our version. We'll do us. Come on. Let's go. I don't know. Who, who's going to be the Shane in this duo, though? Who's doing the stuff? Not I. <laughs> It'd just be two Ryans running around like, <laughs> you touch it. I don't want to touch it. You touch it. No. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, I will never go to doll island oh yeah that one was creepy Not also there were spiders creepy, everywhere the spiders. spiders so many spiders i don't know what kind of spiders they have over there but they looked like they would probably kill me for sure yeah they were gross i concur so we're going back to sally house so mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the other theory is that it's a demonic presence so in the basement where the, actually the pentagram was there's that crawl space that's kind of like cave-like and it goes into you know, lots of rocks. Like, I think there might be some piping back there, but it's mostly just like this really dark, sketchy, you know, sketchy, crawl space. The things you don't want to see in your basement. Yeah, that's it. That kind that's of thing. Uh, some psychics, some psychics have uh, <laughs> gone down there and kind of like done their thing, and they say that it's like there's something ancient there that's attached to the land, not necessarily the house, oh. and it's taken up residence in that hole. Uh-huh. So that might Ew. be, and I mean, and Zach of- Baggins just crawls on in, right? <laughs> He's like, "Hello, friend. <laughs> I hear you live my here, old friend." <laughs> oh no. Okay, but so I wouldn't crawl back in there. Me neither. I wouldn't touch it. Also, just because spiders. Yeah, like snakes or bugs are gonna bite me. This man, they probably got some poisonous stuff there. I'm sure they do. No, thank you. But so that is the Sally House. I don't think there's this I'm trying to think if there's one other thing I want to say about it. No, sorry, sorry. Cut you off a lot there. But. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> what I was saying. But Aww. Oh, yeah, about demons. A lot of people think oh, yes. that they will take the form of something innocent to right. kind of get your trust and then feed on your energy more. Well that's what Annabelle did, right? Yeah. Like, pretended to be a little girl. And then yeah. Ed and Lorraine were like, no, 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 no. They're just not. Usually be like a kid, something you won't find intimidating. But have right. you seen scary movies recently? Because it's always a demon child. That's we're just going to hard pass on that one. Sorry, That's demon girl. That's just not going to happen. And they'll be I'm like, not- can I have permission to... No. Get no, you may not. Out. <laughs> you may leave You're now. too young to pay rent anyways. Get out. <laughs> yeah. You paying me money? I didn't think so. Are you going to cover utilities or not? <laughs> I don't need you thumping around in my basement and my You've attic. been really screwing up my electricity bill with all your lights turning on and so... Fires? Can't put those in the fireplace. Can't chop no firewood, but you sure can start a fire. Yeah, thanks for nothing, <laughs> Sally. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> Demons, we don't, we don't like them. I mean, I I'd go like here, them. but I definitely wouldn't be like... I don't know if I know. would sleep there overnight sleep there overnight i don't know if i would sleep okay i would, I would stay, stay there overnight and i would have an electronic device to fiddle with all night long until the demon made it die and then i would every 10 out. minutes would be like what was that did you hear that listen 
hey, listen. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, ghost, ghost, Navi. Navi. Yeah, terrifying. No so my sources were Haunted Journeys, Only in Your State, The Sally House, Visit Atchison, Legends of America, Live Sci-Fi, and Thought Catalog. Yay. So don't trust little children ghosts. Oh. That's what we learned. No, no, no. Don't. Um, not a fan. Nope. Don't like that. Now what? Got some questions or quizzes or something? Let's see. Would you rather sit in the chair or crawl no. into the creepy crawl space? I would go in the hole. I would do it. Before you sat in Bixby's death chairs? Well, that if that, yeah. If that chair's gonna kill me, I'll you go You get possessed hole. by a demon, though. Is that worse Zach than Zach went into the hole and he was fine. I mean, he kind of just poked his head in a bit. I don't know if he fully crawled in there. I don't remember. I would just go feet first, I think. Can I do that? It's like a, a hole in a wall, so you have to climb in. Uh, can I climb in somehow feet first? <laughs> I mean, if you're like <laughs> submerged and yeet your way into the hole. Exactly, maybe. I was going to say, can I yeet myself into the hole? Because I'll do that. Do you want me to pick you up and like harpoon you into the hole? <laughs> yes, and then I'll scream really loud and not be able to get back to the other side. That's fine. Oh, back the demon goes. will be like, I don't want this, and he'll yeet me back out. <laughs> <Just> nope. <laughs> We don't want her here. Gosh, that reminds me of Ghost Adventures again. Zach Baggins, he was in some, like, I don't even know what place. It was like, uh, run. uh, Your typical haunted place, it was like run down and stuff. And he jumped over this, like, railing. And it had two railings on either side. And he was, like, holding himself up. And it was dark. And he's like, I didn't check if there was a bottom. Yeah. (laughs) He was just, like, holding himself up, like, am I about to plummet Uh to my death? (laughs) <laughs> I was just like, let's dude, what are you doing? And, and then he lets go. There was so what happens. It was okay. There was oh, a it was fine. It was fine. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, like, leave reviews, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or email us at Curiosities and Cocktails. And that's it for this week. And we will see you next In the time. next episode. In the next episode on episode 32. And hopefully we will not have any more hiccups. We are sorry about that. Yeah, that was a real bummer. I was real, real grumpy about it. And it was a Sunday, so I was already like had the Sunday blues and then that happened. And then I was like super extra grumpy. So yeah, we apologize about that. Eventually we'll be recording together again and uh, that won't happen. That's a lot more reliable, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So anywho, thanks guys. Bye.